0: It feels like the first time It feels like the very first time It feels
1: like the first time It feels like the very first time Guys,
0: Alana, welcome! Where
1: are- where are you?
2: Uh, I'm sitting on the other side of Steve's couch
0: I thought so! <laughs> Can
2: you see Here's the my- hands? Here's my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, All it's right. a little
0: counterintuitive put, put your hand back there, Alana Put your hand back there Ah, Ah,
2: ah, 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 (laughs) ah. (laughs) how in the video who's Um, next to who
3: (laughs) oh yeah uh you're
0: yeah it goes at on mine it goes alana mr register stephen malcolm
3: that's where we're at that's where we're all at i think yeah
2: that's where we're at. I have I mine full screen, so it's we're, like, in quarters.
3: Guys, welcome. Uh, so people can see me. Welcome to the first time show. <laughs> oh, is this uh, it? We're rolling? We'll fix it in post, Malcolm. Oh, okay. uh, welcome oh, to the first time show. And wow. I actually have no idea how to fix that in post, and I'm sure you know that, though. Um we're back. This and we're talking about uh, episode four of Lovecraft Country, which, by the way, I'm a little we're salty. Back. We're better than ever. I'm a little salty about that 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 early release. Oh yeah. Are you? A little bit because I had my whole weekend plans, and I had everything planned, I, and I was gonna watch Mulan and and watch The Boys season two, which my boy Malcolm Barrett
2: on the show today is in. I want to like Brady Bunch him, but I don't know where.
3: Don't you dare Brady Bunch, my friend! I'll come home to your house. Um, Steve's making a lot of threats today. I'm just, I'm, You're I'm not here, taking Steve. any more bullshit. I'm, be- I'm empowered. I'm empowered by this great television show, and I'm empowered by my friends and loved ones. And welcome to the show. Alana Ficus is here. Brett Register is here, and my good friend Malcolm Fucking Barrett is here. Look at you! You look great. That lighting <laughs> now looks fantastic. Oh, and and now we're <laughs> back. And now we're back. You look great. This is like a Michelle Gondry music video. Um, can
2: I say? <laughs> 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 can I say okay. something about the HBO early release of Go this ahead. episode? Yes, I listened to uh, just about half of the podcast. What podcast? The, the the HBO Lovecraft podcast. The
3: official one. The
2: official one. Okay, and it's two girls, and one of them. So was you're
3: a- cheating on us? Just kidding. No, you the Superior Lovecraft podcast. I mean, I
2: would have listened to the whole thing if I had <laughs> Listen, time. Listen,
3: any day now, HBO is going to knock on our door, the old Come first-time show headquarters, door. and be like, "We <laughs> James want ABC is coming back." Yeah, yeah. They sent me an Oculus Quest. We're in, guys. Oh, well, that's
2: true. Uh, Anyway, the girls, one of them was a writer on the show, and obviously they're doing the official podcast. And they, at the end of episode three, their podcast on episode three, they said, see you next week. Just so you know, the episode airs on uh, September, whatever today is. Like, basically, they didn't know it was coming out early either. totally
3: not. Yeah. And I don't think Journey or the cast knew either, because... They, it seems like, I don't know if she did this on purpose. Was it on purpose? But she did a, she was doing like a tweet through. She was doing like a tweet along.
2: Oh, a tweet along. But
3: she started at six and she was posting all these tweets that was like get ready for the next episode it's about to air what and she was like really hyping up like the normal airtime of the show Today?
2: yeah yeah and so i
3: get the feeling well, that like, they how were... many people knew it came out early you know i wonder I
2: mean? if it was a mistake because that would be fun so that's my choice maybe it was a mistake i'm gonna say it was a if mistake you're
1: watching the show no,
2: it a mistake
3: <laughs> it malcolm a mistake. maybe it was a mistake <laughs> the national, I if the i national want it to be a
2: mistake p- it's a mistake <laughs> Shows all Hold on, over Malcolm. America. Don't tell me that this is
3: a, a a a program that's put on a channel that's known for never fucking up by putting a goddamn modern water bottle in a Game of Thrones oh. medieval <laughs> alternate universe. They that's make mistakes the all the time. It's possible. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, but before we get we dig in, I'm so happy Malcolm's here. I've been trying to get you on the show. We've been trying to get guests on the show. And it's just, I don't know, maybe it's the time we record and I felt like I was really bugging you, but I love you so much and I love all of your opinions and you about to
2: propose. And
3: I really feel like, I don't think we're there yet, but I really <laughs> feel like, sorry if that disappoints you, Malcolm, but I really feel like this show was like basically, <laughs> oh no, he's upset. <laughs> Malcolm, was this show made for you, man? Because you're like a nerd and you like horror and sci-fi and and uh stuff like that and And you're black
2: let's be honest i'm sorry i
3: was waiting for (laughs) that i
2: know you're like hiding it there's an elephant in the
3: room well not that just because you're black (laughs) but the fact that the show is very open about um more historical accuracies
2: yeah and malcolm you've become such an activist i don't know if you were an activist personally before but since that's been a, a, a good thing to talk about, yeah, yeah, I mean, totally. I look I at your Instagram. I I... <laughs> <laughs> look
3: it's evolved.
2: You see your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs>
0: look at, look at, look at <laughs> that's half of it. Uh, I would. I, that's I, how you know I who someone that, is. <laughs> I think that when when um, I always think about white people watching the show, I'm like, are they getting it? Like, I'm like, are they <laughs> knowing what's happening? Are they like? I always imagine. Like, it's me and my blurred friends, right? I don't always imagine, like, we're having conversations about, like, Gordon Parks and about sundown towns and about diaspora. And I just picture my white friends next to me, like, diaspora.
2: Yeah, that's... Like, I just feel like... <laughs> I don't know what diaspora is. That's true. I think we're thinking the oh! same thing. When we're watching the show, we're just like, am I getting this? Did that name mean something <laughs> that I should know? I'm like, I have... We, we watched the show twice this week because it came out early and I have like 10,000 notes because I'm like, it's my opportunity to Google every sentence they said and see if there's some secret thing that I just Especially don't know about. Especially now
3: that the show has started to like pepper in pepper um, historical references and, um, you know, like Martin Luther King was referenced in the last episode and... Um, <laughs>
2: That one we know. and, and I'm not that proud one of this. you guys
3: picked up immediately. Dude,
2: I'm not proud of this. I'm just trying to be weeks, open. For three weeks, we've been
1: pr- pretending to know whether we know <laughs> oh, or not.
2: I I, I, I knew
3: immediately. Alana can attest to this. They were talking about a reverence. Yeah, Steve's
2: the only one who knew the Malcolm, the...
3: Martin Luther King. I mean
2: Malcolm, sorry. Malcolm,
3: Luther King. Ma- Malcolm ah, Luther King. Malcolm Luther Martin King. Malcolm Luther King Luther is
1: your new Instagram handle. Malcolm Luther, so Luther
0: King head.
3: X. I really, oh, no. I really want to hear
0: how these conversations went before I was late. well. <laughs> like, fortunately gonna... for
3: you, there's a podcast. Um, it... <laughs> but um, yeah, oh, I love I love the the references to things that um are absolutely true and not talked about enough in movies and TV shows. Um, especially on HBO and shit, and I think it's really fucking cool, and I'm loving it. But I also feel like... Just to jump right in on, on how we felt about the episode and stuff, usually we just talk about how we felt about the episode, and then we'll um, read some emails, and we play clips. And, and go
2: details if you want. We have is a, it visual,
3: too? Do people watch
2: this? Yeah, show? yeah.
3: But Brett reminded me that the, I haven't put up the, the last few. episode yet.
2: The last yeah, episode
1: has, video. First Steve has to remember to upload it, which is a big deal. Yeah. Well, the audio is right. out there. but the Then people have to watch it two weeks later.
3: Um, I okay. E- okay. So even though I loved this episode for being like an Indiana Jones, uh, like archaeology adventure mm-hmm. with like scary monsters and like uh, mummies and shit, which I loved, and booby traps, which are always great and fun, but I also felt like we're we're getting like a like a like a loop-de-loop roller coaster situation going on with this show. Like the first episode was like so fucking good. And then the second episode was like what the fuck is this show? And then the third episode is like, "Oh, now I get this show. Now I get it. Now I understand what they're doing." And then this episode was just like, "Oh fuck, now I don't know. Now I don't know." Really?
1: <laughs> I felt like this stayed within the I,
3: I think it like, stayed within the parameters of the, of the show, but I just felt like it like the quality dipped a little from the last episode. I read oh, an I article.
1: I felt like the whole Ooh. story, you know, the 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 like overarching story aside, I think each week we're getting a very uh traditional story, but a different type of story each week that kind of falls in this pulp sci-fi adventure sure. format where we've always seen white protagonists, where we've always seen white lead characters, and we're being, it's its taking something familiar and diversifying it in a way that both, you know, we talked about last week, it's like we grew up being like, ghosts are scary, and now we saw this situation where it's like, yeah, there's ghosts, but the neighbors are way fucking scarier than the ghosts.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
1: you know, so I think that this is the adventure episode. I think we'll get kind of that, it's very pulpy. Like they're very they're following those um, archetypes, and so I feel like we need like a really. I don't know. I guess the second episode was kind of the like fantasy episode. I feel like we need a real hard sci-fi episode. I want
3: like a full um, Lovecraft episode, like a Lovecraftian. I don't think we got enough. We don't have enough Lovecraftian mm-hmm. like weird creatures and shit yet.
2: When I I read an article about the show and the writer called it the subgenre of the week. And I thought that was, like, so well articulated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, the episode one is a road trip show. Episode two is, I don't know, cult mystery. I don't
3: have a problem with the structure. I'm really enjoying the pulp. Well, now that we're getting it, I'm in. Yeah, no, and I I like it's an anthology-esque pulp thing. And I'm really digging that. I just feel like what I meant by a quality dip was, is, like, maybe writing a little bit. I
2: mean, I'm agreeing with you. I don't think this was as strong as last week.
3: Like I just think that there were some moments that felt um, unnecessary and maybe like a little, um, I don't know. Some of the some of the dialogue was was strange and and uh, like the moment where um, Atticus and his dad are talking in the uh, in the catacombs while Letty when he's when,
1: upset with him.
3: No, it's like uh. it's like he's telling him about how like you need to go get the girl or whatever, essentially. <laughs> yeah, I do feel but like they're trying the to song... string along
1: this love story and it's not as necessary as everything else is going on around us. Yeah,
3: but it's, you know, whatever. I You want to see them get together because they're like perfect for each other. And you just want to see those two people making out and having simulated sex in every episode. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I just felt like I guess we're learning a well, lot. You got more.
1: Simulated sex
3: in this episode. Which part? They're going to disappoint. We did. Huh? Where was the simulated sex in this episode? With the sister. The sister
2: and the wife. Oh oh, 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 that's right that's, wrong. right. that's right.
3: That's right. That's <laughs> right.
2: You're right. You're right. We did. My mind only that. goes in one location <laughs>
3: at a time. Uh, Malcolm, what'd you think of the episode <laughs> as far as like you've seen them uh, all obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great, man. I love um um I, mean, I didn't read the the book. Someone told me that it is like that it's a collection of stories like that it's a bunch of different things but then mm. i talked to another buddy of mine who read and said that they are the main characters in there so i don't know what the story does but the way it's storytelling it is you know it reminds me sort of almost like the penny dreadful sort of thing yeah it's almost like it's sort of taking these sort of uh gothic stories that you know and alluding to and these genres and sort of putting them all in there i i love the mashups i mean the whole show is a mashup like One of my favorite things about the show is the anachronistic music. Like, I don't think anyone does anachronistic music as well, or as frequently, um, other than like maybe Tarantino or something like that. You know, you'll, you'll have very modern music and, and music there. And it's good because it's, it's also, it's, it's all score, right. And you've seen it done badly. And here I pretty much always enjoy it. It never takes me out. And so it's interesting to see how that
1: is used, um. I don't know. I really I didn't l- understand. I, I really, did you have really, do you have an idea of why all the music was about money this week? Like all uh, of the the modern music was all about money.
2: Oh, huh, interesting.
1: Yeah, there's a
0: there's a what is her name? There's that rapper that had that has, that says I yes, got money so, That I mean, song
2: I just it, discovered it because of this show. I'm obsessed. Yeah, it's
0: like L her I'll name's look like L7 or some shit like that. I can't remember. But um but I mean the, the whole episode's about money. I mean, it, it, the, the the family buys the house for... That's her. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Look at 47. Um, the family buys the house for for them, and so they they own it. And so they're the big, rich property owners that are taking over this property. And then it's about the sister who's who's trying to come up, who sees that a black person is finally working at the department store. And realizes that because of that, she'll never work there. And then that opportunity has gone. And here comes this sort of great white hype who's coming to get, you know, down and dirty with the black folks who comes there. And, you know, you think is going to be this sort of classic tropish thing where she's wary of this because she's, you know, we all know, you know, they know of, you know, the white folks coming to the south side to get a part of the Negro culture and shit like that. And so, like, now this is her access to power. Like, she won't be able to work at that wardrobe store, at the department store. And now, instead of getting that money, she's getting that power through this guy in some way. That's the theory. I think that one of the reasons he fucked her is that he's going to use that relation to get into the house and and into the papers and the documents of, of Titus. So, That's it, my yeah. theory, so too. So, that's, that's really interesting. And there's a bunch of stuff I missed the first fucking time. Like, I have to... Yeah. I missed the whole thing about the allusions to the father's sexuality and the. Me too. Yeah. I didn't that. catch that mm-hmm. till.
2: There's so much I only caught in the second. And you know, to be fair, now that I'm listening to the podcast, that's like the official with has the writer in it. One of them is a writer on the show. Uh, I'm lear- There's so much that they're saying where I'm like, they're they're definitely let in on something. There's there the way that they're experiencing the show, like, is. I'm like you got insider information. I never would have picked that up. I don't know even would even know what you're talking about, but I'm glad you're saying it because now I can consider things from that perspective. Anyway, I have just loads of notes if you guys want to hear some of it later. Yeah,
3: we'll hear your notes later. We like Alana's notes. We have a theme song for it. There's well, a theme song. <laughs> Alana's notes. We do. Um, oh, can I say about
2: Dracula from last episode sure. while we're on the topic of that? Yeah. So you know, last week we were like, why I don't really get what the Dracula, what the purpose of it was. Apparently, Dracula was like the theme for Letty because Letty had just come back to life and she like wasn't really all the way back to life yet. She wasn't totally human or in her body metaphorically yet for a bunch of it. And she was interacting with like the ghosts of dead people and blah, blah, blah. So she was meant to be this like Dracula analogy throughout the episode. Another thing that I wouldn't have known if I didn't listen to the podcast. Wow. Like, okay, let me think about that.
1: Well, what then about the, the woman came me? back to life? <laughs>
2: Yeah, she, they, well, they said the only difference between her and a vampire is that, in the analogy, is that she is able to get back to life when a vampire or uh, someone else who's dead isn't.
0: Huh. I speaking of the woman that came back to life, um, <laughs> there's a name for where there's a name for for that um, the sort of Native American figure with both sexes. Yes. Oh um, yeah. So I was watching and My homegirl was like, "Oh, it's called a, it's called a, oh, the two spirits."
2: Yeah, two spirits. That's what it is. I got responsible, which
0: I didn't know anything about, which was kind of cool.
2: I mean, I had heard of that. That whole thing was. I think I know a little more about a Native American culture than Black culture, even. Let me tell you, growing up in Hawaii, we learned a lot about like tribal little cultures from america like because hawaii white people came in and fucked with hawaiians and so we hear about the native indian version of that a lot but in our version of like history class we don't hear a lot about black culture there's so little african-american presence in hawaii that i feel like they're just fine with kind of omitting some of that not not cool but Mm. to be plain about my experience of history it's mostly hawaiian like mini tribe stuff anyway (laughs) random (laughs) (laughs)
3: well um, I wanted to say really quickly that this episode was directed by Victoria Mahoney who if you're unfamiliar Mm -hmm. Ava DuVernay tweeted that um, first of all she said she was one of the dopest directors in the game quote she said that and she said this was the episode she um, directed after completing second unit direction of the last Star Wars movie Whoa. So she like, seems like she's moving up in the world big time, and she got to do a cool episode of Lovecraft Country, and I think that's fucking awesome. hashtag Female filmmaker every day, baby, <laughs> is what she said. That's what
2: she
1: said. I was gonna say, is that you or is that the team? Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was.
0: No,
2: Steve. that's what she said. You know, Adam names Eve oh, fucks. He was like, Eve hashtag Fox, hashtag baby. Female,
1: hashtag #female Hey. <laughs>
3: a day <laughs> a day. Um, but anyway um i it was a i guess it was super fun i loved all the indiana jones shit and i loved um the the fucking crazy transformation scene and um from the the corpse lit, uh person into the mm-hmm. two spirit two soul thing when you that you were saying but um yeah, a lot of cool shit in this episode. A lot of really, really, really cool shit. But um, man, someone, someone in the subreddit said something about. They said that their theory was. Oh my um, god. The uh, what's her name? What's the name of the girl? Uh, Christina. Christina, the 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 girl, the white that's bitch, the white bitch, Christina, <laughs> with a snap
2: because she's sassy.
3: <laughs> At, like someone in the subreddit said, I my theory is is that her and then the guy who looks kind of like her is the same person and they switch between male and female.
2: And we saw it the second time through and and there's like a, Uh, there's a shot that is like meant to make you think that. And now I'm convinced.
0: Yeah.
3: So Mm -hmm. so she might have the ability to do
0: that. I didn't think that. And then I didn't think that once somebody said that, I was like, Oh yeah, because there's this weird shot, right? Where, there's that shot where she walks out after the police have followed her. Yep. And it's one shot and they don't cut away yep. and she walks and then he comes like and the like- second
3: she not closes the door,
2: he comes out of it. There isn't yeah. even a door. Yeah. It's just a corner, isn't it? Anyway, either way.
3: That was a great yeah, scene, and-
1: too, when he beat the shit yeah. out of those cops. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's just a good like John Wick moment in the middle of Lovecraft country.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, I don't know how there's like 38 cuts in that little fight scene. So. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> true. That's yeah. like, like, um, but my, my own girl was looking at it. She was like, she was like, she looks at fight scenes differently because I was like, when we watch John Wick, I'm like, if you notice, I was like, here's what's amazing about John Wick: there's no cuts, there's no cuts, mm-hmm. and it's just whole action happening, blah, blah blah. So now every time we watch a fight scene, she was like, there's 38 cuts in that motherfucker. <laughs> like, Every every scene looks like Liam Neeson. I forget whatever movie it is where Liam Neeson is jumping over the fence. Do you know that? Do you know that gif? There's this gif of Liam Neeson. It's it's not taken, but it's some one of his later I'm here to fight back for old people movies. And it's like literally Fourteen cuts as he jumps over. A yes,
2: finish. this looks this sounds familiar. I think I've seen that scene. What
3: is it from? <laughs> you're like, you're like uh, there was a whole stunt
0: team involved.
3: Listen, in that it. editor was trying to get paid. Malcolm. <laughs> like I get paid per cut. For cut.
1: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no it was wild. probably like, well, you can see his face wincing mm-hmm. here. He's looking insane here. Let's just get these two frames from here, and we'll put it all together. Gosh.
3: What do you think is going? What do you guys think is going to happen with Ruby and Sting, or whatever the hell his name is? <laughs> Let's Just call him is. Sting. <laughs> Baby, Bully. I wish the question
1: was just, "What do you guys think is going to happen?"
2: <laughs> well, what,
3: what are you worried about, Ruby? I'm kind of worried about her, but she's such a badass that I don't think she's gonna. I don't know. I don't know how deep it'll go, but I'm worried about her character.
1: Yeah, I de- like they're definitely setting her up for some sort of tragic end.
3: Really? Think. You think so? I mean, it could go that way for sure, but they're
1: making her out to be very like sympathetic.
2: Yeah. I don't there think anything's is.
3: gonna happen to her until her and Letty like reconnect and, oh, for sure. and clear up their shit.
2: I think she'll be present for a while. I think after listening to part of that podcast again, they kept mentioning this whole concept which I'd love to bring back again in a minute, <clears throat> of you can't use your master's tools for revolution. Like you can, but that's not the way to have a proper revolution, which comes from a quote from Audra Lorde. But I didn't look up the exact words, so sorry, not the literal quote. Anyway, uh, and they kept mentioning that, like all the different characters are using, are doing what they think is right to you to create revolution. Like they're all using their own tools, so to speak. And they mentioned Ruby right after talking about that, so I was imagining, I don't know, just like that. Her what she initially thought probably were her tools for revolution: getting that job, et cetera, and her making kind of the choice to go be with Sting. <laughs> and all that. I think it's going to end up being that this is her trying to like there's going to be a path that she's trying to follow through that. I don't think it's going to just be a random thing after hearing that concept relating to this episode. Well, yeah,
3: we also don't know much about her other than like she's in a band sort of, she sings and she is trying her damnedest to get like a decent job. Yeah. And and that's kind of like what what it seems like we're doing with her character right now. I'd love to see more to get some more depth from that character because she's, she's great. Yeah,
0: it was, well, she was really interesting because it was like when she first was introduced, you kind of felt like something had to happen because it was so, it was such a grand entrance for her. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there was all this sort of like Rosetta sharp in, imagery. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, like just this amazing, like, you know, back in the day, black guitarist, female guitarist. And, and, uh, and so like, you, There's there's something to that that I think there's just there's just like clearly this big lead up to and I feel like I mean I have no idea I usually have no guesses about the future I'm just like whatever happens man Um, but it feels like it feels like she's gonna be used in some way against Letty
1: yeah in
0: which in wherein she's given power or, or 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 used that power or or something. And it's going to be used against Letty, and they're going to wind up like fighting against each other in some way.
3: Yeah, which would be interesting because I st- I got kind of some interesting vibes about when um, Christine, you said her name was the blonde girl, Christina. Yeah. When Christina went to Letty and said, um, "Don't don't let the guys make you think that it's always exactly. about them." Exactly. Oh yeah, I and want that. That made me to, feel to like a- somewhere. Yeah, like maybe Atticus isn't even like. Cause she did say he wasn't even that special. He was just named, and and then like he's not oh, that important. Tick is
0: a total Trojan horse for yeah, Letty. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna. I feel like that whole thing. That's was what leading I'm getting to, out of this one. Yeah, it, it led to like it's the Trojan horse for Letty. She's gonna do the shit. I mean, and that's what made Letty's speech underwater in a tunnel so cool. Where it was just like, I mean, it's exactly what what Register was talking about about upending. Um, traditional tropes where you know Tick tries to tell them to all go inside and then he's like he's like he's been kidnapped I'm underwater I'm, we are all in this why do you think you're the lead yeah. of yep. our lives and why do you think you're the center <laughs> of the universe it's not about you yeah not all about you you know what I mean it and then be... she walks ahead and goes
2: and
3: yeah like and that. then she handles it but it's like it I, I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that like Letty and her sister are like very important part
2: of something and
3: and maybe even more important than atticus but you know who knows who knows
0: yeah they seem to be alluding to that i think 100 percent it's going to be a it's it's going to wind up being a thing like that
2: what if they come from the same bloodline from that hannah woman and then they find out they're related but they already
3: had sex and shit wait is that the woman we saw when he was running out of the crumbling Yeah, building. Hannah,
2: that's their the ancestor who connects them to the bloodline. Man, I really want
3: to like know all this, but it's so confusing.
0: <laughs> <There's> so <laughs> much. Dude, they the name thing, I'm horrible with the I, names. I know. I'm just like <laughs> Me too. Like what's funny was so what's funny is um what's the name of the brother that went with them to the museum um oh, that yeah. had a Philly and Philly. Yeah. Um, his, like, the slang yeah. Guy. He wrote up and he and he said something about uh, what's what's the dad's name? Like Mordecai or some
2: something. Something with an M. Montrose. <laughs>
3: Montrose. Yeah. Oh, oh, the yeah.
1: friend. The friend is yeah, yeah. Tree.
2: Oh yeah, Tree.
3: Yeah, tree. No, so he's a tree. Yeah, exactly.
2: Tree. <laughs> tree yeah. tree oh, legs. Oh, tree
3: like... Seymour.
2: Oh yeah, Seymour yeah, is his like... real name.
0: He's like he's like he's like yeah, because of Montrose and Samuel.
2: And I was like, "Who the fuck is Samuel?" Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> or "Oh Sammy. yeah, the
0: bartender." Yeah, yeah. I, I had to like...
2: pause it, and Steve had to explain to me who the fuck is Sammy. I was like,
0: well, because he goes, he goes, "You mad?" Because I, because I showed you Samuel getting
3: down, you know, in the alley, and I was like, "What the? Fuck? From the pilot?" <laughs> From the pilot, and, and he just wanted to make him uncomfortable about yeah. like an awkward <sighs> moment in the museum that he drove him. I, like, to... <laughs> I know, yeah, it's like, I was like, dude.
0: I was like, dude, that was three episodes ago. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to give me a reference to something Sammy did this episode. Like, remember when you walked in the bar today, past Sammy, that guy from three episodes ago?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also oh, don't boy. want it to be a thing where somehow Atticus is like bothered by his dad, maybe hooking up with that guy well, you know? what they were suggesting
2: well, in that is that the dad could be gay right we'll say that but I don't want Atticus, Atticus to have didn't... a
3: problem with it it seemed like he had a problem well, with it
0: well no I, that's not the problem I think he had a problem he has a problem with his dad
3: yeah yeah he has yeah. a
0: problem with, with his dad period and if, if he I don't think his thing was if you notice he keeps yelling at his dad about stuff through there but he's yelling at his dad about the fact that he's lying to him about the book yeah about looking, being dishonest yeah but there's there's also a theory that I mean, also, I'm, I'm pretty sure his dad used to beat him. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I think the theory is that, um, is that his dad has issues about his sexuality and took it out on Tig in some ways. Wow. And, you know, yeah. I mean, it's partially why he's so abusive and has this whole thing.
2: And his dad was beaten a bunch, too. Mm-hmm. That's what the brothers' well, conversation, and that's a, that's
0: a, that's a theory that you know his fucking dad was beat up for being like gay and shit, became like
2: interesting,
3: just, you know... yeah, maybe fucked up guy. in his like, um... well, he was
1: beat up. He was beat up by his father, right? Yeah. Well, when yeah, he that's was drunk, uncle said, yeah, yeah. When okay. he was drunk
3: and he was like having memories of like you know um his brother's last words, uncle George's last words, and. Um, he was going to burn the book and shit. There was like an audio, there was like a VO of someone yelling, find a switch, which is like normally when, you know, they the parent sends a kid to go get a stick so they could beat him with
2: it. Oh, really? Um, I never heard that. Another thing I missed.
3: You
0: guys, classic black culture. <laughs> classic, oh, dear. Classic Right, classic southern
1: black shit. You
0: you never heard getting a switch? No, you get, to, you get the switch out. the I'm actually surprised you
3: hadn't heard getting switch.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh,
1: I did, but I'm from Florida. <laughs> you yeah.
2: I'm not it, even. There was in something
1: on. awful about pulling your own switch. Oh yeah. God! You yeah, make, yeah. Like, you pick
0: your stick to be. Oh yeah, yeah, with. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it feels like a very <laughs> southern thing too. So Alana, uh, listen- what happens is <laughs> you're, a bad, you're, you're a bad child Uh-oh. and then your grandmama. <laughs> would tell you to go get a switch off the tree, which is like you peel a piece of bark or some shit off the tree, and then you got it. This never happened to me. I just know about this shit. But then you got to the fucked up thing is you got to you got to pick the switch. So you got to pick out your own beating instrument, and you got to make sure it's not too horrible. Right. Like you don't want it to be too heavy. Right. Because then you get your ass. But right. well, you can't. make they'll too pick light, the switch, and they're like, yeah, they're like, hey. You know that you switch. you fucked up, not gonna get you a, a heaviest. Yeah, switch.
3: now I'm gonna pick because you picked one that wasn't enough for me to teach you a lesson with. Correct. Jeez. Yeah.
2: If I'm, I need to be clear that I'm also not very aware of white history either. Like, <laughs> my mom is like very cut off record. from the rest of the world and unique. My dad is like so a meditation you know man. All I know is like spirituality and meditation and self growth. Out in Hawaii, Do you know anything Island. that
0: happened before today? <laughs> oh,
3: <so there's> this... <laughs>
2: I know only what I was taught in high school, very
3: few things. <laughs> um, well, anyway, um, Montrose hearing that, it, I wasn't Wait. sure if it was hearing, oh, hearing that VO of someone saying go get a switch. It made me think, like, well, was that him to Atticus, or was it? His oh. father to him. Or bada by bada. By and it, it could be either, really, but that would be interesting if we have a subplot about him being basically beaten for being gay, potentially. Um, interesting. I, I, it would be interesting to explore those types of stories here, for sure. Um,
2: I wrote down all the, like, m- what I caught as mentions about uh, things that happened in history. yeah and I would like to acknowledge that. Sure, let's do it. That.
3: Sure. <clears throat> we could do it now. Yeah. Is this Alana's Thoughts?
2: Well, I don't know, because I have other it, thoughts, and that'll end up long. Thoughts. All right, let's oh, hear are it. Are you sure? Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, baby. the <that is. laughs> best song on the show. Everyone shut up, because Alana's talking. Everyone shut up, it's Alana's thoughts. All right, so- Alana. It's Alana's notes. We're getting it wrong. Whatever. <clears throat> Same shit. Okay, so I'm calling this Acknowledgement of Historical Easter Eggs. That's the section. Mm, sounds
3: delicious.
2: <laughs> Unless someone has a better idea. Okay, so the very first one is when Montrose, the dad, he's burning that book, and he says smells like Tulsa. I think that's a little bit more of a known historical event. Mm-hmm. The I don't know what of Tulsa they call it. Just the like, massacre. Massacre of Tulsa. Loads of people got... I don't know the details. Violently raided and killed. I pulled up. Um... <laughs> they got bombed and shot and killed. Mm-hmm. Alana got scared and, it was all... and ran away. Oh, no. It was all uh, <laughs> supported by the. Alana got yeeted out of here. Oh, dear. Supported by the local town and police folk that even supplied people with weapons to go and do this. So that's very fucked up. Obviously. Oh, I don't know it where got, my camera got a lot gone. of
0: attention uh, recently in the Watchmen. That's Amen. right. What? That's right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to press fix it. Press your camera
2: button. It's on. Again.
3: Like, turn it yeah. off and press it again. Okay. Uh, Use Steve's maybe. camera.
2: Just lean. <laughs> <Linova>. um, lean <clears> over. <throat> and I actually brand. got the, like, there's, like, a death count and stuff I found on Google. I think it was, like, 36, 30-something people died and, like, 800-plus were injured. Jesus. Um,
0: It's, what, at Tulsa?
2: That's what it said on Wikipedia.
0: No, no, it's
3: it's hundreds.
2: hundreds oh, OK, hundreds. Like. Fucking Wikipedia more accurate.
3: Thanks a <laughs> lot, Obama. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> OK, but either way, Tulsa's is a, a big, terrible moment that happened. I don't know how to say serious things that are sad. So they're going to sound bubbly coming from me because, you know, I don't know how. <laughs> OK, um, part of Alana's notes. That's part of that's Alana's part from me. If you have problems with it, please tell me. I don't wanna make problems. Um This is one that I have a question about. <laughs> you know the mom
3: You sweet summer child. Well I'm like a family was slaughtered today. Oops. Uh
2: I <laughs> um the mom what is the mom's name?
3: Uh, you're talking about Hi- Di- Hippolyta.
2: Hippolyta and Diana. That's Hippolyta. Hippolyta. Yeah, but, but they, they call, call her Hippolyta, Hippolyta,
3: Hippolyta in the show. In the
1: show. <laughs> but it's wrong, right, Malcolm? It's wrong. <laughs>
2: well, it's wrong. I mean, I mean how can you say it's wrong? Her. It's a pronunciation of a name. They could do whatever they that's want. That's how they say her name.
0: Well, because well, it's based on the uh, Greek the greek god.
2: Exactly because it's Hi- it's Diana who is Wonder Woman and her mom Hippolyta, right? Hippolyta, but they're doing it Hippolyta here. I did, one of you guys pointed that out in one of the first episodes. I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, credit where it's due. Anyway, when she's so cute, talking dude. about <laughs> when she's talking about having <laughs> named a comet, she calls the comet oh, yeah. Hera's chariot. I couldn't find any information on this. I'm sure this type of thing happened all the time, so it must oh, have just been an example, cool. but what do we think Hera's chariot has? Is some kind of specific reference, like to that whole Hippolyta, Diana, like that Greek mythology that they're trying to bring <laughs>
3: up? I don't know, but her astrology like knowledge and her and kind of yeah, like space nerddom is like a really interesting aspect to her character that I really really love because yeah. she's essentially like a nerd, a space nerd.
2: She's a scientist and- without. I mean she is low key a
3: scientist or at least some kind of a low key astrologer. If she's or philosophizing
2: something. about a a solar system being able to have two suns, she's a damn scientist. Yeah. So she's
3: I, I really can't wait for her to like totally figure out that like obelisk thing or what the what's that thing yeah. with all the little planets around it and shit? Oh I like, forgot the word. She's totally solar system,
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, that solar system thing. She's like totally gonna figure that shit out. And and then she's gonna. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing that they're looking for, I guess. The yeah. the scary. I
0: I just assumed it was a true story. I thought it was a. I'm true sure it is. About it.
2: It's just really I'm sure hard. It's, happened. it's yeah, so it it's such a bad. small thing. It's been hard to find on my Google's. <laughs> it's the best I can do. Uh, the next thing that I noticed mentioned was Juneteenth, <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully we all know what Juneteenth is now. Because let me tell you, Juneteenth showed up on my calendar. I think about two years ago on my Apple calendar on my phone. Mm. And I was honestly like, what is this? I've never in my life heard of this. Not once. No idea. And I even Googled it. And there was like, z- like it must have been on the second page. Any real information came up. There was like s- nothing coming up on the first page. Just like, oh, it's a holiday now. That's, yeah. that's the news that was coming up. It's and that now that shitty. I know what it is, that fucking blows my mind. And I want to give a moment to be like, yeah. Let's know what that is. I feel like a Let's lot of people, people know.
3: A lot of people were like, well, "What is Juneteenth?" Like just hearing yeah. about Juneteenth, this mm-hmm. like uh, on Twitter and shit. Look,
2: Malcolm's literally burying himself. He's like, "It's and die. Like, it's so fucked up. Black yeah. people lead. Black people
0: lead
3: such a separate lives from white folks. Yeah, or apparently. At least, like at, least at least on Twitter, s- my Twitter timeline, separate there was a lot of people going happened. like, "What the it's fuck like is
2: Juneteenth?" Like what is Juneteenth? Roommate
3: yeah it's uh it's interesting well it's, i still
2: hang out with my high school friends so and we had the same education they didn't hear about it either well but, it's like how yeah Coke, let's cover
3: it let's say what it is it's like when coco was like oh that's what day of the dead is and it's like nah no that's a di- <laughs> that's not that's not what it is <laughs>
2: oh well i guess i didn't know much about that one either um but At least I'm yeah Uh, I know a lot of mythology. That's the history I know, which makes sense because you found me in like a toadstool or something. I did find you
3: on a different planet (laughs) on a space journey.
2: Okay, so Juneteenth, please correct me any of you because I'm no historian. Brett, you got this. Oh, do you want to, someone else want to take it over? Please.
1: (laughs) No, go ahead, Alana. These are your notes. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I want to step on your segment.
2: My understanding is that Juneteenth is the day there were a bunch of slave owners in the south in was it texas i'm pretty sure i believe or maybe more than just texas who at once slavery was abolished and technically okay free all the slaves they just kept didn't tell their slaves held on to their way of life and it wasn't until someone like rolled in and there's the official word here emancipation yeah. proclamation I think the
0: so- soldiers had to come in and basically
2: be like them, yo because the slave
0: masters didn't tell them yeah yeah that so, they're like, fucking texas, free all the slaves didn't get released in texas to like i don't know like years later or something yeah like it was that something, like... something like that, so. it's, it's
3: the
1: final two years later i think the emancipation it was of the final slave right well
0: no no no, okay. no no The final no. slave they were officially emancipated it was them being told
2: that's what was fucked up because
1: about they, it right but I, yeah yeah
0: because they because they weren't they because were, that's what I'm saying is like yeah it's like they were already free just no one told them,
2: which so. just fucking twists the knife. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, sitting there doing whatever. I'm sure if Texas slave owners were being that asshole like. Obviously, slave but it owners was inter- are not nice people in the first place in most cases. It was interesting that like, Montrose. You no, know, my, my
3: last <laughs> slave master. He's kind of a dick. He didn't even tell me I was a <laughs> freak. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. No hard feelings. Uh, but Montrose <laughs> Montrose was like uh, using that as a way to empower Letty to be able to like cross that Indiana Jones bridge by uh, saying that. Well, yeah. Well, that. That's what's funny is that he was lying. He was yeah. lying. Yeah. But it
2: was an, It was like the only nice moment he's had. He was like, <laughs> he was lying, but at least it was to be nice then.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, and see, that's, see, so this this rounds out the other thing, which is like, I lo- it's so fun that they do have things like Juneteenth. And I think I tweeted about this the other day. I was like, it's so awesome how much richer black.
2: Oh, shit. Is he frozen for you too? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This is exactly when I need to that hear this. End, that was
1: the end of his
0: point.
2: Oh, oh no. no. Can you text him or something? Malcolm, you froze. Can he hear that he's froze? Maybe he can hear us. Let's see. Oh, no. Right in the middle of what I needed to hear.
3: Uh, do a, I'm going to say do a quick restart. Does he know he's froze? Okay. I just texted him.
2: <clears throat> um. Shoot, well, I have more got things. A real
1: action pose on his frozen camera. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> moment. Well,
3: cut now, and now back to
2: Malcolm. There's a
1: lot of information coming,
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, all right, Alana, continue with your okay. Notes, and
2: then right? the, the other thing I kind of just jumped to that I wanted to say was um, that the girl, the Native American girl, Yahim, or I thought she was Native American, it turns out because. I don't have it written down but what her where her tribe was from she's from Guyana which is South America
1: mm-hmm.
2: or Central America South America I need to look at a map I'm sorry
3: <laughs> wait you, where is it you don't have to pull up a it's either Central America yeah. or South just... America no I'm just saying I I yeah. don't know for
2: sure sorry I'm not a perfect person but I'm being honest I'm not um... a perfect <laughs> <Jesus>. person <laughs> oh, I hate it but anyway that's that's where she that's where that culture is from but I know it's a common thing also in Native American culture Malcolm. oh look who's hey, back yes. back again Diana is tell in a friend South America. Oh, South America. Okay, so I was right at my first yeah. guess. Yay, good. I thought I knew it. Um, Malcolm, are you we lost fixed? Malcolm again. Oh, oh no. no. Well, let me roll these out so we can just get them done.
3: Yeah. Okay. The
2: next one is okay. I might just sound stupid, but in case there are other people like me, I got to say, I didn't know. I have not seen the movie Green Book. I didn't know what a mm-hmm. green book is. We've been seeing them all over the show. A green book is a book made for with like like travel advice like would be like an old right. school lonely planet but for like people of color yeah like where's it safe to be and stuff like that like I know that's what the the whole travel concept in the beginning of this show was about and yeah. I was so excited about that but I didn't know there was like it's a thing if it's a green book that's what it's called that's what it is that's it what it's in reference to I did not know this was such a thing um so for anyone else who didn't know bonjour no you Wait, get. there we go. Green Malcolm Book might be great. fixing can up. Watch Malcolm, oh, I know. I didn't even know it was about racism. I'm like, y'all bury the lead when you're advertising it. M- Malcolm, can
3: you hear? It just us? looked like a
2: buddy road trip with old guys. I was I like,
3: can, eh. I can hear
2: you. Oh great, okay. <laughs> Malcolm, can Look you at his
0: hear picture. <laughs>
3: it's a so great. How do I
0: get back invited?
2: Um,
3: you can press, just press the camera button underneath. There you go, sweetie. <sighs> oh, Malcolm. There's that beautiful boy.
0: How do I see? I can't see you guys. Uh, oh, it'll, no. it'll probably
3: take a second. Your connection might be a little beep boop.
0: I just see whoever's talking right now.
3: Yeah, you. Oh, 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 oh! Just click on, double click on that right hand. You can right, you just right double click on it. Oh, really? or click I mean, on.
0: It. You you guys aren't saying full sentences. So
3: double click on the image of whoever you're seeing. Just double click right there on it. Go. There you Thank go. You. Okay, got cool. it. Got <laughs> it. Uh, for uh, those I'll of you watching click the video version. A free book. We were talking about green books. Yeah. Yeah, Alana was. I didn't know what a green book was. What a green book is.
0: Oh, this is why I hate the fucking movie Green Book. Me too. (laughs) No, seriously. I was like, that's why I know. Okay, go ahead. For the exact reason that Alana mentioned, which is that she was like, I thought it was a buddy movie. Fuck you, movie. (laughs) Like, (laughs) fuck, fuck you, fuck you for that. Fuck you for that. It's exactly what you what you said. It's like they bury the lead. Well, first of all, the movie's like co written by the racist son. Oh no! So that's no. why. It's a, yeah, that's why. I it's forgot about of, that. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's like a buddy movie and not like about how it's about not about it being like this great black piano player who who was like lived above fucking Carnegie yeah. Hall or some shit like that and was this amazing thing. That's why it's the movie is about this friendship. Overcoming all and not about this actual amazing life. Only in you know, a racist fucking movie like this do you get like, <laughs> who's this about? Oh, one of the greatest black musicians ever and his driver? Well, oh yeah, they should get co billing. <laughs>
2: Fuck you. Yeah. I never even, uh, I didn't even know it was about a, a musician I at all. there was a Just...
1: reason not to like it, but I couldn't remember what that reason was. <laughs> oh yeah. Wasn't Just it, it Best Picture? Chauffeur. It, it
2: best Picture?
3: I think it was, wasn't it? It, could... it won Best Picture. It was picture. Best
1: Picture, yeah.
3: Jesus Christ. What a fuck you. What a super fuck you. Um, What a
0: great fuck you. It's not Um, surprising, which is why I was really happy to see Green Book in this show, because, you know, what they do in the in the movie is it's two white guys giving each other the green book. And in reality, there were multiple green books and it was used to show black people the safe places to travel. And it was made by black people. And it was like, here, because of Sundown Towns and because of the Mm. Klan, the Green Book was the places you could go to be safe when you're a Black American. Um, And so that's why the movie being sold as whatever was sold was so disheartening and why seeing folks take control and ownership of our actual narrative is amazing to see.
1: I love it. Can I take back saying Green Book was a good movie? earlier? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh God. i mean you, you
1: can but review. i don't know if that's mean... in my head i was like oh i knew what that was because of
2: green book <laughs> i mean it movie. won best Picture. So <laughs> all right alana <laughs> <laughs> let's um,
0: <yeah.
3: clears throat>
0: what else okay i
2: have a really important Bob
0: thing to... great job by maharsal ali shout out to him for sure oh,
2: wait first of all you were finishing up about juneteenth do you want to say your spiel malcolm or no. uh, yeah, it's
0: fucked up. They didn't tell slaves they were free. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know? yeah, and it's fucked up. Yeah. They didn't tell generations later that that happened in some cases.
0: <laughs> but it's a whole... well. That's the other thing is like black people know about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're not keeping it a secret. Well, it's like
3: that moment in the episode when um, uh, Hippo- Hippolyta was talking to D mm-hmm. and saying like telling her about how the 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 white girl won the contest and not her for naming the the star star. and she was like that's that sucks that nobody will know and she's like well we know the truth like we that's Mm -hmm. it's important that we know the truth and to me it feels connected to that that and
2: now we're finally getting those stories told
3: yeah by the people who know the
2: truth so that we can hopefully more of us know the truth yeah. Good Ooh, I, stuff. I heard a, a piece on a podcast recently. I don't remember what it was, but it was talking about how people just shy away from talking how culture has had a problem with like hiding darks dark things about their past. Like they made references to how Germans were dealing with having had world war ii and everything afterward like you know 10 years 20 years 30 years later what the culture was doing and how they were dealing with that and they were talking about how america has dealt with post-slavery and like all that guilt and an issue and stuff and there was someone on the podcast who was a black man and he grew up in tulsa or maybe it was like next door to tulsa but anyway in oklahoma very nearby and he moved to a different and he w- it was a very whitewashed area and he moved to wherever for college and told somebody he was from Tulsa that area and they were like, whoa, Tulsa, and like said something about, you know, the massacre that happened in Tulsa. And he had no idea. He was never educated about it and didn't even know the place he was growing up, the culture of like what happened to his ancestors in that very town, wow. like because there's this, this you know, historical... Until now, hopefully we can start the changes. I know they're not immediate, but like burying of things that cultures have guilt about and that's not helpful. That doesn't move anything forward. That's why I'm very open about I don't no. know, but I'm going to say it.
0: No, yeah. it, it, you should. It's funny. They talk about that. I was just watching something about that in Germany. It was just like they were like, here's the difference. They were like, in Germany, you can't put swastikas up. Like we learn about the history. You, you are thoroughly ashamed. of that part of history meanwhile we're debating having monuments to slave masters and having you know fucking confederate flags all over the place yeah you know what i mean for black people confederate flag is a swastika yeah you know what i mean like so it's like it's very different here we're just like well it was the you know they're still teaching the war of northern aggression You know, when they talk about the Civil War. (laughs) So it's just like...
2: Oh, God. You know, there's a really... If anybody's interested in like a deep dive on that, Brene Brown is one of my favorite humans on the planet. I think she's so incredible. She has a podcast called Unlocking Us. And it's one of the recent episodes. I don't remember which one it is. She's talking to somebody who is a specialist in that area in some way. I don't remember the detail. But they were really talking a lot about... The, or may, No, it was on a Q&A episode and she was talking because she is a specialist in this area and was mentioning how the differences between the legal system in Germany and here and how it affects the way they've evolved and we've evolved with our sh- like shameful pasts and why they mention things in a certain way or why they would never do something in a certain way because they have a legal system set up to like be anti those things but how that could also have been manipulated to work against itself and maybe if that was in place in america it might anyway it was just really interesting to understand the details behind some of the like legal aspects of all of that so if anybody's interested you should listen to that episode it's fantastic awesome i'm getting deep i have something i have to say that i'm like dying to say i talk a lot i'm so sorry but i have to say the reason journey smollett was so i hope i'm pronouncing that right was so like familiar to me, and I was flipping out. She was on Full House. <laughs> what? She was yeah. a little black girl yeah. on Full House. I remember being like, her, "I love her."
0: Her whole fa- her whole family's famous. They were child actors.
2: I found that out on Twitter because I looked through <laughs> all of the family members she tagged because I was like, "I love you. Let me find out about you."
3: Wow, shit, that's she awesome.
2: Was the girl. On that's Full fucking awesome.
3: Original Full House.
2: Yes! Yeah, the oh, Smollets. Shit. The Smollets used to have a show
0: where it was—they were like all brothers and sisters, and there was like a stand-up comic who played like they're like, um, like cross-dressing aunt or something like that. Like there was a whole, there was a whole show. Yeah, they're like they're like Hollywood royalty. The Smollets. Wow, no I mean,
2: shit. She has always been so yeah, familiar to me, but like not in her mm. like ripped hotness phase. So I'm like, wow, I can't tell how I know her. Yeah, she was like a person in the 90s. Her face was all over the place for me as a kid in, wow. of a similar age.
3: Interesting.
2: Anyway, if anybody Ooh. else was bothered, <laughs> it's probably Full House.
3: <laughs> well, there you go. Was that it? Was That's the, that's the end show. of your notes? Stop.
2: Well, do you want me to say uh, the things that were not history related?
3: Sure, that go for it. I don't want
2: to get too big. Uh, I really liked uh, on the podcast, <laughs> I also heard the HBO's podcast about the show. They mentioned that They said the writer said that Letty is an activist, but she's a flawed activist and they and just that whole concept that they purposely are having her be a flawed activist because we're used to in filmmaking having characters being flawed in certain ways. But right now in the world, there is this like rejection of people being flawed or still learning actively, you know, there's kind of like be perfect and know what you're doing and don't mess it up or else. Right. So it's so I just thought it was fantastic. The concept of having a character who is flawed in the ways that we don't allow flaws as a culture right now, generally. Um, And they they mentioned that her activism had been very performative and just the way she exists in the world was very performative. Like she was very just showing like a version of herself and not her true self uh, to people around her and to herself. And they feel like they uh, completed that arc with her in um, episode three. I don't know if it was forever, but that she kind of faced herself and brought her real self to the table after that. But I just thought that whole concept was like a real good insight into the character and fascinating. Love
3: it. Love it.
2: Um, I'm dead curious about the whole idea of like spiritual history and relating to different cultures, like relating to Latin cultures and black culture and white culture. And obviously there's a huge history of a, uh, you know, like Christianity taking over and being like, this is the only religion you can be now, bitch, and shit like that. I'm making it playful, but you get the idea. I'm a Christian, today. <laughs> I know. I really want to know more, though, because I have so many thoughts and beliefs and feelings. Like, I'm a very spiritual I... person. I, like, if anybody has sources or insights... Send them. Don't
0: be ridiculous.
2: (laughs) Because I've been hearing a lot of talk about that, especially relating to the show, talking about, like, white magic and black magic, but not meaning... Like, what does the term black magic doesn't come from African-American. It comes from, like, dark versus light, right? (laughs) I think I'm correct. Yeah. So when I say black magic, it's like I need to specify African magic, right? Because it (laughs) comes... But it's not just Africa it's rooted in. There's, like, Haiti and... And all these, uh well,
0: yeah. There's like, I mean, there's Haitian Voodoo. There's like the Yoruba gods. um, You know, the, those gods are shit, and those gods oh, no. are scared by like everyone, but they just have different names and things like that. I don't think they've gone too into like actual African spiritualism or or any type of magic or deity or. I don't think they've tapped it. I, I feel like most of the mythology has still been very Western mythology.
2: True. They just had like, that Except lady. for
0: Actually, except for that, except for the Two Spirits. The Two Spirits was this, the, it feels like the first, like, um, which is still, you know, Western mythology because it's fucking Native True. American. But it, it's the first, like, instead of, like, Western mythology, like, Native American culture mythology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, they had the. Because,
0: but that's, like, that's in a title, right? Lovecraft, right? So. Yeah.
2: They had the woman come in who s- did the goat throat thing.
3: <laughs> the goat
2: throat, <clears> throat thing, and she did the X. Oh, oh, oh and that right, was right, like... right, right,
3: right, right, The sacrificing of the goat. Right, right. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's what. That's very it.
0: southern shit. The goat. goat like. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and there were there were like references. He, there was one point I think I said this last episode, but he one of the characters was like, "Oh, white people have magic too now," or something, you know. But it made sense in context. It Didn't sound as terrible as that line mm-hmm. just said. But you know, it was suggesting the reference of like. <laughs> Anyway, I'm very curious about that, and I have a feeling the show's going to tap slightly more into it. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, so we, uh... Sophia? Sophia. Sophia, beep, 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 I think... Uh, I like... There's one last thing, I guess, in my notes, because I'm just trying to skim them real quick, that um, they mentioned in that podcast that I really liked. They said they were just playing with the concept of look look out for the monster across the street, but also look out for the monster in your home. And they're kind of using the analogy of like, obviously in this show, there's like horror shit and like white folk are pretty across the board monsters. And that's the concept of the people across the street. But also the monster in your own home was an example. An example of that would be uh, Montrose, just being like people can be toxic and shitty and fucked up anywhere and not to just like super villainize and specify and you got to be this but like that there's you know there are layers to people and there are monsters all over the place and you just handle them differently etc and I thought that was really great to bring up because I think it keeps it from having the black characters be one note in that we're just the good guys like 80s cartoon style it gives them more depth and character to be able to have all of the human aspects to them sure so I like that they pointed that out and I just wanted to yeah, be happy about that.
3: That's great. I love that, Alana. <laughs>
2: Sorry, I spewed a lot. No,
3: no, that's great. You we love your notes and your thoughts. It's a part of the damn show for God's sakes. Well, thank you. Uh well thank you, Alana. <laughs> Bring the
2: show, Alana. <laughs> oh, <what?
3: laughs> yeah, listen, you gotta you gotta own this segment, Alana. Well,
2: I just don't know if your audience is gonna be like Barry Fuck the audience. This
3: is your your part of the show.
2: All right, well thanks this, this Look, is what you want to i will own here. it
0: here i didn't come to this random discord
2: uh
0: <laughs> that's been newly formed to watch alana's notes i came here <laughs> to see the other bullshit from these guys <laughs>
3: right, right, right like very specific right format. right right <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was alana's notes thank you alana All right. Well, how about we do some dang clips? You guys want to get to the clips? All right, we got a few. We got some clips, Malcolm, and we're going to play them in a second. But first, let's hear the clips Clips. intro.
0: So what? You want us to tell them that wizards exist?
3: All right. (laughs) This first clip is this.
0: I told you to stay away from this grand wizardry shit.
3: Amen. I told you to stay away from this I told you to stay away from this grand originally.
0: wizardry shit.
3: <laughs> All right. And then the next clip. And hey, you know what they call me, Tree, right?
0: Most men got two legs.
3: I got Tree.
2: Shouldn't I already know I that? Tree. Because we fucked in high school, Seymour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's great.
2: Amen. Leticia I have a question Fox about this. Lewis. I pulled this
1: clip uh, b- b- obviously because it's hilarious, uh, but also because I had a question. Is she referring to, she's told uh, Atticus she's a virgin. Yeah, she's they, they did. He was lying. Having sex with her in high school. Yeah,
3: he was spreading rumors. He's seen I'm, with a... A... I'm
1: saying, did Atticus tell her that he had said that at some point in the show?
2: I think she just knew Did it a, from my question?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he um, because that's why that's why Tree was mad at Atticus. That's why she was mad at Tick. Cause, uh, cause she was like, oh, why, why'd you tell her about that thing? You know, why'd you tell her I said that? And then that's why he threw that whole thing about, oh, are you mad at me? Because I said, right. you know, you and your your daddy was fucking with Samuel and all right, that. Right, you know, right, blah, right, right.
1: Yeah. Uh uh, okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure.
0: All right, I didn't know if
1: Atticus had actually told him, or or told her, or if she had just heard it from other people. Like I didn't know if the. I mean, I'm sure it was was a nasty enough
3: rumor that like she had to deal with. That like she probably knew about it. Okay. All right. right. I'm just going to assume. I don't know if that's safe. All right, final clip.
0: Oh shit!
3: Oh goddamn it! God damn it! Oh shit! I was gonna <laughs> say to pull that one. Oh shit! I'm oh, so glad. Shit. Oh, what is it in reference to? It's, it's Montrose, it's when right? He's coming
1: down into the uh into the cave from the <laughs> door in the museum. Oh, it's, oh, oh! Uh, and he's
3: hanging onto the rope, and he can't yeah. he can't hold it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. That's a good clip. <laughs> All right, that's the end of clips. You better fucking catch me. You it guys are tough in this
1: show. You guys ready? They continue to be tough.
3: I know, yeah. I know. It's a. I'm not faulting you for that. Show's too good. All right, let's jump into the emails, I know. and then we'll get the hell out of here. How about that? Kevin your Look who's here. Oh man, magic fucking oh, hugs.
2: What? <laughs> oh, that's nice.
3: Oh, yeah. Billy
1: Officer Mustard stain. Time for some emails How much money would it take To make you spend A night In the cemetery
3: Alright guys
1: the... Malcolm for everyone else That song played just fine <laughs> Okay great <laughs> yeah,
3: that yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah It oh, wasn't the no. weird a uh, mess you just heard <laughs> Um that was an amazing collection of audible
0: amusement
3: <laughs> thank you my friend uh, someone named sends an email saying episode 3 minute 3939 there's something weird that happens at minute 3939 time speeds up along with sounds and something outside scurries by I go to 3929 to give you enough time to see it. Probably nothing, but... Okay. Someone want to check in on that at some point? Maybe it was your internet report connection.
1: report back to us? <laughs> yeah, here. sure.
3: Thanks, Malcolm. <laughs>
1: Wait, he didn't send a clip?
3: Nope.
2: Oh, I think he meant oh. to. Uh, Oops.
3: I mean, it's not like we can all watch it together anyway. He, he gave us the time code to see it ourselves on oh, HBO. Oh, that's nice. Max sends an email saying, Aw, shit, new clips theme! Hi, gang. I haven't been able to get in my emails in time because the show comes out at, like, 7 a.m. Monday morning here in Singapore, but I've been keeping up with the pod each week. Here's a couple new clips theme... Or here's a new clips theme that I hope you will like. Feel free to give some critique, and I'll make the necessary changes. Love the show and the pod each week. Racists getting brutally and violently killed is just chef's kiss. Love Max. Amen. Absolutely. All right, let's hear his clips theme. He created a clips theme, you guys. Yeah, boy. I'm ready for a new clips theme because the the old one is a, I'm I'm done with it. All right, here it is. Oh, you guys get. You guys can't hear it at all. Yeah.
2: Just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody except Brett, Alana, and Steve
1: to get up and get the fuck out of here
2: now alright alright, cool me
1: and Malcolm need you to describe what you just heard uh, madness
2: it's kinda slow oh, okay. at the start and at the end oh, all right. there are clips that say I need Judah, and there's a computer voice that says Brett, Brett Alana, Steve. Steve and then there's more clip cut up pieces, get the- yeah, stuff like that.
3: All right. Daniel sends an email
2: saying Jesse just, just saying just
3: so you
0: know that didn't that that didn't clarify anything. Oh,
2: okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: <that's basically laughs> over here. Daniel well sends an email uh, saying yeah. Jesse Owens ain't got shit on me. Hi there, all, and salutations to the possible guest holds for oh. applause. Oh, <laughs> Got to watch the episode Friday. Lots of contemporary music this episode. Also, if this show pivots into national treasure, I won't be mad. I hope you guys can explain (laughs) how that tunnel works because I don't know how they went from museum through magic plank back home. What a cliffhanger, too. I know we didn't even talk about how Montrose fucking killed that character. Huh? Yeah, I don't know what happened.
2: What the fuck, man? That's crazy. People there's, are upset it, online. Because there's
1: nothing to talk. It's like, yeah, we're going to.
2: I don't think I'll forgive find out him more about for that. that
1: next week.
3: I don't know if I can forgive him for that. <laughs> we'll have to see.
2: There is a lot of talk that about. is the
3: analysis that people well, come for? Maybe, yeah.
2: Well, oh. I mean, the thing
0: is, like, here's the thing I was talking. I, they, so he doesn't want Tit to find out the truth, right? I guess yeah. not. So mm-hmm. only him and up. Op- him and Uncle George both know something about Tick that they both don't want him to know. Oh. So that's why he kills a siren. And, and I think that's it's, it's something I think Uncle George knows, too, because in the very first scene when he sees Tick, you know, and he's like wondering about the letter and what his mom told him. And he breathes a sigh of relief when he realizes it's not exactly what he thought he was going to say. So I think Uncle George and Montrose are hiding some secret about his lineage and his history <gasps> that's in that book. And I don't know what it is, but it's it's something that's clearly some sort of end of the world or or, or some very bad thing wow, going to happen. Love that. They believe if Chick finds out the truth,
3: I love that. That's I a great
2: super theory. I love that. Fuck yeah. Well, why did why what, so is he going to steal the pages then? Why? why I don't would know. I guess. Yeah.
3: We'll wait. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, because he burned uh
0: what he burned the Book of Adam? Yeah. Or what, what was the name of that book? The, uh, book's called. The Order
3: Pretty of much something. The book of I don't know. The Order of yeah, yeah. the Royal Water Buffalos. <laughs> the Bible of the cult. <laughs> um, Beto Guevara sends a tiny notes Beto. on episode 103. Beto. He says, what up, lads and lady? So Alana and Brett want me to give my thoughts on the previous episode, episode three, and Steve does not. I'm going to be democratic <laughs> and give my thoughts. I'll keep it short so as to not make the horn boy angry. All right, let's see. The horn I love this episode. It was tense, scary, funny, and interesting. It brought back fear of racism that the first episode had, which made you more scared of white people than of literal monsters and ghosts. I also loved all the details and different styles of fancy clothing at the party. What I liked the most in is that this episode made the second episode better. We get a much better understanding of how the show works and its structure. We can now assume that it will resemble a bunch of short stories that are all related to Lovecraft's writings and are viewed through the eyes of Tick and Letty. It is sort of compound. It is. It was a sort of compounding anthology, if you will. Brett Register, T.M. I love it. Now let's be real for TM. a second. That was Letitia's first time. That means that in episode two, she was about to lose her virginity and this motherfucker pulls a snake out of his pants. That's got to be traumatizing. Peace, Don Beto. Yeah, for real. Seriously, yeah. (laughs) Elizabeth Stevenson sends an email saying, Dear cum man, squeal girl, and clips boy.
2: (laughs) So accurate.
3: Um... Ah, hello from Seattle. Where's Nicolas Cage? Was I the only one that felt a bit National Treasure vibes? No, no you are not only the only one. <laughs> I'm loving this show. I am especially intrigued by the racist justice content. Most poignantly, the character of Christina and all the questions she raises about white femininity, from the Daughters of the Confederacy to, K- to KK Karens in 2020, White women, of which I am one, have peddled a specific brand of white supremacy that is sneakily insidious. She seems to be in it for herself. I appreciate how this show exposes the ways white women, descended from more conservative white families, are complicit in racism. And Christina even has the specific privileges of whiteness afforded to the multiple genders she shifts between. Ooh! Ooh! Can't wait to see right what! Can't wait to see what they do with this character. Hashtag more fashion commentary, please, Alana. <gasps> hashtag they got dinosaurs and hashtag cliffhanger. Love you all, busy.
2: Thanks, busy. Uh, the jumpsuit that. Love dirty a woke wears. white girl. Amen to that yellow jumpsuit. I thought say. you
0: meant. I thought she was saying hey I'd like to say more but busy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'm kind of busy.
2: <laughs>
1: oh yeah. God, I want to use like, that. I thought like, she was like Yeah, hey. I'd call you back. But <laughs> busy.
2: Love hey, Alana, busy. <laughs> I say hate
0: hey the other guys but busy. <laughs>
3: hey, we really got to talk but not now. Busy. <laughs> 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 all right chris sends an email we gotta, saying we gotta talk
1: about that. <laughs> busy. Biz, busy
3: chris sends an email <laughs> saying first time writing in hey guys sorry for such a long email bye thank <laughs> you for that that was a wonderful email here's a long one from nitish meta he's got an episode meta. three easter egg
0: Let's uh,
3: put them all the holes in your sweater. He says, Hello, BBs. What a great episode this week. I'm so in for this show right now. I just wanted to bring up a super interesting Easter egg from last week's episode that you missed. One of the children from the Ouija board scene was actually Emmett Till.
2: Did Wait, you know this? Malcolm? We did mention yeah. this last week, right? I, I, th- I don't think we mentioned it. No. I think it happened we... the week before last, but last week we mentioned it, no? I think we just it was, this is in episode
0: it was, uh, three. Yeah, it was in last week's episode.
2: Oh, oops. That was meant to be in my notes. Sorry.
3: Um, he was the boy who asked whether he was going to have a good time on his trip. The Ouija board responded with no. Yeah. Emmett Till was 14 years old when he was lynched on a family trip down south after being accused of offending a white woman in her family's grocery store.
2: And then she later, in her old age, admits to a journalist that she was lying. When she accused him, by the way, for the record. Yeah. Yeah. It's her husband and his friend that went after him. And um, they beat him like fuck before they... Yeah. Yeah.
3: So this person says, it's been an amazing way. The show is, is an amazing way for us to educate ourselves and put a spotlight on all the struggles black Americans faced and unfortunately still face to this day. Absolutely. Amen. Best thing Sorry. about the
2: show. My so- favorite part.
3: Sorry for the long email and bringing up something from episode three. Thought it was super important to bring up the small Easter egg as you talked about how this show's been doing such a great job in educating us. Thank you and love you guys, Natish.
2: Wait, did you know apparently he was in this episode too? For like a glimpse. Yeah,
0: I, I saw that in the library. I saw that in the library. He, like, says goodbye or something like that.
2: Really? I oh, didn't even so notice that. Or I either in the library or the
0: bar or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's crazy. But
0: I don't know how they know. I, the they library. Know, <laughs> okay,
2: I don't Brad. know how they
3: know it was Emmett Till.
2: Because they used a nickname of Emmett Till's.
3: Yeah, whatever his nickname was. His, name, his
2: nickname is Bobo, I think, and they used that in there. And I actually heard something. Yeah, because
3: they, yeah, because they... Oh, yeah, it was in the store. Yeah, they, I think they called him the Bobo
0: Till or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And he calls like him Bobo. Yeah. Yeah. And,
3: and also, I guess he's wearing the outfit they put the little boy in in the Ouija board scene yeah. is, like, exactly like a photograph of Emmett Till Whoa. that where he's wearing, like, a very similar outfit. So wait, um, did
1: we not know that was Emmett Till in episode three until he was called Bobo
3: in this episode? No, because no, they called him Bobo in episode three. Oh, you okay, could okay, have
2: okay, known okay. if you were able to know. I mean, there's a lot. It in was each episode. the nickname
3: and the outfit, and the fact that he said he was yeah. going on a trip and the Ouija board said it wasn't gonna be a good trip. So you kinda connected those pieces. Um <coughs> wow, Andrew Whitney, I know, the show gives. Can it I, it gives something. the show just gives. Yeah. What's that, Alana?
2: I, I, I heard the title of one of the few upcoming episodes. Oh,
3: don't talk about that. That's that's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say is that. I'm not
2: going to tell you what it was. (coughs) That's all.
3: Okay. Andrew Whitney sends an email saying, Howdy peeps, Andrew here yet again. Another wonderful episode of Lovecraft Country with nothing going wrong whatsoever. No one dying at all. No one on their way to find secrets that might get them killed. No speeches or seeming character growth or connection that might hint at a painful future. In reality, though, I did really enjoy this episode. It was a lot campier than the previous ones. And it honestly felt like a good break from the constant tension and horror. I wanted... If these drastic, I wonder if these drastic changes in mood/ slash tone between episodes are influenced by the likelihood of people binging this show in the future and making it easier to consume in one sitting goodbye huh does goodbye mean you're never gonna send another email because <laughs> that's usually a goodbye. goodbye for good. goodbye busy means
2: goodbye busy. Goodbye. That's an interesting Goodbye, theory. Busy.
3: I guess we won't know, but um, yeah, interesting. Israel Chavez Lopez sends an email saying, Hello BB boys and summer girl, Ecuadorian boy Israel here. This episode felt so much like an 80s treasure hunt movie. The ship scene was the most Goonies thing I've ever seen. I got curious about Yahina, the corpse that turned back to life only to be killed again. Mm -hmm. So I did a bit of research, and he/she comes from a real ethnic group called Arawak. They are indigenous people from the northern part of South America and the Caribbean. An interesting piece of trivia I found is that the first woman to be accused of witchcraft in Salem, in the Salem witch trials, was an Arawak. Whoa! Her name was tituba and she was called a witch due to the stories and practices she brought from her culture not surprisingly she was brought to the u.s as a slave that's all for today boys and girl i want to know what you thought of the episode please stay safe and please keep wearing a mask of course we will israel thank you so much my friend wait did he sign off he he said uh did he say goodbye you mean yeah, did he sign off the, the show? He
0: was, he, you said it like he was signing off for the show. He's like, that's all for today, guys. All
1: right, see you guys
3: Bye next week. on this episode. Yeah, yeah, well, he he's one of <laughs> yeah. our regulars. He's one of our regulars. Oh, okay. And we just love oh, all him. All right. Yeah, so he kind of goes, we'll see you next time, because, you know, anybody can send in an email. Oh, okay. Um
0: Cause he, he sent it, he was like, talk more after this break.
3: Malcolm, what did like, you, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be back right after these messages. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm, what was your, how, how did you feel about the basketball player, baby ghost in the last episode?
0: I had so many questions about that. <laughs> I had I was just like, what's happening? Yeah. yeah.
3: They're clearly uh, mutations. My number one question
0: is why does this, why does this ghost have a baby head? <laughs>
3: <laughs> because they were the <laughs> they were the creations of that ma- that mad scientist, but for some reason their ghosts look like that.
2: Well, because they were still trapped in that well, part oh, of them so until they healed and became yeah. their real selves. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm I'm. Oh, oh. Yeah, the
2: guy that owned that
3: place, that. the mad scientist guy, was actually putting people together like cutting that. them up and like them cutting up a baby and putting it on a a grown man and shit. Yeah, totally
0: did not even get and that. Oh, man.
3: That watch, rewatch some, it, because it. it's fucked up.
2: Well, that's some interesting history, too, because no. medically, there has been a lot of fuckery with black people using them sort of like the way you test things on something before you give it to someone else. We've used a lot of historically mm-hmm. used black people to test shit before they give it to white people, Ugh, which is so fucked up. I hate it. And also, I'll say of the, the current Tuskegee medical...
0: experiments.
2: Yeah, absolutely the most disgusting imaginable stuff. And I'll say even to this day there's a lot of fuckery, but specifically, we still don't have the right testing for the different like, we don't test things on men and women of different races. We test kind of everything, the safe tests, on white men. So we don't even really know, like, is that accurate for me though in my actual biology? Or you in your biology? Like, no, that's the reason so much shit is fucked up. Yeah. So it still hasn't really caught him caught itself in the right place yet, but we're hoping.
3: Hopefully the tides the the times are a changing.
2: Yeah. And all we right. can make some amends for all those history.
3: Two more emails, guys, and then we'll and then we can say goodnight. Terrence G sends an email saying I don't know if I'm getting this on time since the episode released early. Have you seen William and Christina on screen together? I think they might be the same person. Yes, we were talking about that. Yes, Brish. And finally, Roberto Abril sends an email saying, Hello, Steve, Brett, Alana, and guest. This episode was very campy, which means there was a ton of great clips. Here's a list of Uh-oh. clips I hope you guys got. I would send them myself, but I have no idea how to record audio, and I'm too lazy to Google it. No cunts allowed. We didn't want it because it came from the bad, evil guy, and he was saying it in a mean way. Yeah,
2: yeah. At first it was funny, and then it was like, oh, it hurts me.
3: Yeah, <laughs> George always said big old Woody could fit the south side of the side of Chicago if it had to. That car fi- oh. f- filled with people heading oh, to. Oh yeah.
2: Missed that one.
3: Yeah. Uh, hey, they got dinosaurs. Please get this if you didn't. Yeah, we should have gotten that one. We blew it ticks dad climbing down the rope rope oh shit oh god damn it oh shit yeah we got it it's here oh shit oh god damn it, god damn it. oh shit um <laughs> letty's sister after she finishes singing well fuck you too damn it yeah oh yeah that's a shit, good one shit that
2: is a good one it's kind of sad though it's not it doesn't feel great
3: also hot, which one
2: which one when when ruby, ruby, ruby. ruby's Annie.
3: playing the guitar in that bar and then she stops and no one claps and she says, well, fuck you, too.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one, hot damn boy, you see my jump? I don't remember that. That must have been in the character. That's the
2: one I said. It's the dad. Oh, that's when, when, the he, dad... when he jumps
0: across the plank. When the dad, when Is that dad what crosses, <laughs> yeah, across the Yeah, he, and
2: he references someone, yeah. too. He's like, that's better than... Jimmy Sprocket, or some sports guy, I assume, that I don't Je- know. Jesse Owens. Jesse <laughs> Owens. Jesse Owens. I <laughs> had the right for a niche.
1: Jimmy Sprocket. <laughs> what wanted to tell him that wizard. Mavis. Jimmy
3: Sprocket. <laughs> a lot of just making up names over yes, here. Yes, I am literally happily
2: to admit making <laughs> up names. Um, at this point, I got
3: too into the episode, so I stopped paying attention to potential clips. Anyways, good episode. Thank you so much, Roberto. And that's it. That's it for the show.
2: Damn. Guys, we did it. Those
1: are good clips.
2: Does anybody have couple. any like structure stuff that we didn't talk about? I
3: feel well, like we talked about you, that it was
2: a little weaker, but like we
3: really quickly, what do you guys think, Montrose? Well, okay, well Malcolm kind of summed it up. Montrose seems yeah, to be I like trying to protect analysis. Tick. But do you think that protect Tick? There's a possibility that he's some kind of spy or a plant <gasps> or something. No, or is that not? I think
1: he knows. He knows a lot. He yeah. knows obviously knows more than he's telling. I mean, he
3: read the, the whole he's trying book to protect too. His son. Apparently. Huh? He also read that whole book. So he knows a lot from that, too. And memorized it, apparently. And memorized it, <laughs> apparently. All right. Well, well anyway. Wait, wait. Brett, do you count. have other
2: thoughts? Does anybody have other thot- thoughts about the episode? I do feel like structurally. I, oh, there she I, goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> happens Goodbye, every Alana. week. <laughs> I struggled a little bit more with some of the moments where I felt like,
3: Make sure you press the green button in there. I don't
2: know how to come back Click on
3: the... Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go.
2: Okay. Moments like at the the end before when they're in the catacombs, I'm going to call them, before they go up the elevator, when uh, Letty goes... The scroll gets pulled away and Letty goes swimming out after it. It just kind of felt like there were a few moments like that where I was like... I should be feeling a build of tension here and I just feel like, why did she do that? Like, it didn't feel like it served a purpose. It was a
3: tense a ten- like, moment just for the sake of having a well, tense. Well, it felt like it was tense up until then, tense and then
2: suddenly yeah. that happened and I was like, oh, okay. It,
0: it wasn't, it felt like an extra beat.
2: Yeah, there yeah. It felt like yeah. it an exactly. extra beat yeah. that I didn't. There were a few I, moments. That I
0: didn't understand what, yeah, because the, the show had been very purposeful about all, all of its moments. And that moment felt like, okay, is there a secret that happened in this moment that I missed? Or is this going to allude to her ability to breathe for an extra five minutes later? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, what is, what, 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 what what is this? Why is this happening? Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's exactly how I felt. So
1: you're hitting on something that I thought for like half a second and then felt dumb thinking, which was, oh, is Letty (laughs) going to get trapped down there? And then we're going to see her later. and We're going to find out she can breathe underwater because each of the, um, the sons of whatever have, like, a special ability. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay.
1: And I was like, oh, and then as soon as she got in, I was like, oh, no, that was just a, that was just an nope. unnecessary. Just I did sad. like
3: how Tick said Scary moment that he was like, I'm going to read those pages and learn some spells to protect our family yeah, myself, cool. which is really cool, which seems like maybe he's going to use some cool magic yeah. soon. Which I also want to see. No- Sorry, that's kind of a pivot from what you said. No, but, that's great. Um, but yeah, I, who knows? I mean, I that, and it's funny because Journey uh, Smollett tweeted out that um, that that particular scene, she bunk, she bonked her head on the set like underwater Ooh. so many times because there was too much chlorine in the water during those scenes, and she said she couldn't see anything at all. So. And so there's a photo she's of her just holding. Into walls. She's holding like an ice pack on her head, and she's like soaked in that jumpsuit she's wearing essentially and uh it's it's great you guys should check it out but it's interesting that that scene was so painful for her and also seems like kind of an unnecessary moment I, I don't point. like that so far yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, that's a bummer did you hurt your head
0: on that oh man you didn't need to yeah you didn't need to
3: <laughs> what if they were like guys we can't cut it out old Remember old journey, journey raving, fucking... cut it out yeah <laughs> yeah journey hurt herself real bad in that scene guys <laughs> we gotta put it in
2: well there there were well, a dude, few next week's
1: episode looks <laughs> like a trip i'm do excited we, watch the we didn't
3: watch it? it no oh
2: shit
1: we, we didn't watch um, it oh, boy. <coughs> did well, you it watch looks it Malcolm? Like we're about to get going oh i haven't i i stay away from those I
0: yeah, yeah. Those. we're gonna
3: watch it after this we should watch yeah. it yeah oh, I, I go all in on it Wait, um, the other we usually that... do i don't know why we didn't this time.
2: Yeah. i know good question maybe we did earlier forgot i don't know the other thing that i felt uh, there was an article i read that really put into words how i was feeling they were talking about the moments where like the moonlight is what opened the how to mm-hmm. the <laughs> vault that was
1: that was the national treasure moment yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, the starter. Yeah, there were a few moments. Also, like...
3: does that happen in there every night, or does it just questions galore? There were was... yeah,
1: just <laughs> nobody's there to push the tooth.
3: But the light shines down on the on the map, and then like the that map reflects. Front
1: tooth? Can it be like a way back tooth? You had to like... Well, let me see? Like what I
2: was just thinking. Bump into oh,
3: right, sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
2: The, what this article spoke really well was moments like that, or like when we were watching. Remember when I pointed out when he they were pushing the pieces of wall in in a certain order so the door mm-hmm. would open like little things like that. I think the the what sucks what ends up sucking in a show that has so much information packed into every single second is we don't have enough space. We're not given the like setup time so that we can be calculating and, and figuring out those puzzles ourselves in the audience. It's kind of like we just immediately jump mm-hmm. to the answer in the yeah, minds of the yeah. of the uh, characters and i think it's because there it's like a pacing thing like if there was if we were able to have more time there i don't know but that i did kind of bother me too like i feel like there were a few times where i was like they
3: figured things out I'm too out. quickly like, I'm not in interested an unbelievable because, way yeah, or yeah cuz i didn't yeah. go
2: through it with them i didn't feel their brain process I, I i'm kind of like whenever
3: i see something like that in a movie or a show i kind of feel like in in the editing, we're being spared the passage of time, and like I a don't lot, feel that way. Like I don't know, I, I like choose, I choose are to being feel that out. way about things like that because well, it, it still made sense and obstacles. worked to me. It's, yeah,
1: yeah, I, I think you're responding to it's it's a lot cleaner of a narrative if, if the goals when they get there are set up like we have to go from here to there and do that. And then when they're trying to do that, they realize the bridge is going away or like what they're standing on will disappear. Well, you know what I mean? That escalates the a- objective. But A, we didn't know what the objective was. And B, there's this swinging blade that, you know what I mean? There's like so many touch points of like uh, trying to artificially increase the uh, like momentum of the scene, but not knowing the goal. But it also kind felt like it did. It just didn't
2: that. feel like it. That's the way that you do mystery for an audience i yeah. i hate to say that because i'm obsessed like with the they, show I, I, and I, I, what it's bringing but i do think that was not well super well well done. they're
1: they're doing so much every week it's they're covering so much genre that yeah you know there's they're not going to be perfect at everyone sure and I'm I'm I thought the, the and scene I think. where the like um rope ladder fell down where it was like you thought that whole like door or wall was going to open but it's like no it's just, just like shitty Attic entrance, almost. That was nice. That was fun. Yeah, Um, but like even I kind of disagree
3: with you guys about the about the pacing of the. I mean, I don't disagree with. The, a lot of the traps not giving enough not giving the audience enough time to be with them while they're or figuring out these booby be, traps. It's not just time; but it, it's but like it felt, something. Sure, but but I actually feel like that the booby traps and the magic on the bridge really moved the scene along in a way that still worked. Like I I didn't feel like it it didn't feel like they were trying to do something that didn't work. I think it worked by still pushing them and propelling them because we've seen a lot of weird magic shit already happen in the show so it's like we we should already be in tune with you
1: have to the way that the scene should have played out is one of them should have got to the end not been able to do the thing so then we know oh there's a problem there because the last person that came across the bridge was the one that could fix it right so it's like you get there it's like oh there's another obstacle and we have all the time in the world and then it's like oh no now you have a ticking clock so now you're building tension because it's like we know we can't solve this problem. We know there's a ticking clock and everything's sort of pressing against each other. And that's when the dad re- reveals like, oh, I know how to do it. Get out of the way. And that's when he's like, yeah. he doesn't want to reveal that secret, but he has to. Do you guys, yeah. you know what I mean? That's yeah, where I feel like the scene would have structured better. I
2: mean, there's a bunch of ways I think you yeah, could yeah, have done it, but I just don't think it was great. Yeah, but yeah, your way's not, great.
1: That's not, that's not better at all. Uh <laughs>
2: Uh. No, I do think that was great, <laughs> guys.
1: I'd love to stay, but busy.
2: <laughs> do
3: you guys think that we're gonna get a villain without with missing one arm because he was the guy that like had to rip his arm out of the? They of get the, the actor from the Fugitive. <laughs> yeah, what if we get the new villain? It's just this guy with like a magic arm. It's just like a like a ghost arm or something.
2: I hope mm. we get more about. I t- a ghost that arm. That girl, or that. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's like just my arm is a ghost.
2: Yeah, like, the rest of me is fine. I, yeah, person. I, I name, tell you this, I name, did. It name.
0: did feel like we sort of went over like that little process of figuring out these clues on this sort of national treasure thing, but like definitely like that that seems way too obvious or close. Like it felt like that sunlight thing. I could have I, I could have accidentally found that. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, honestly, that part is probably the most tropish, clickish things that I've seen a million and one times. Like, is the person figuring out the aha?
3: Right. Uh
2: oh. Can you? Did you make me? I can't
3: hear. Uh-oh. it. Brett, can you hear Malcolm? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> Shit! What, what? happened? I don't
2: know. Is this everything still recording? Hang on, let me find out.
3: <laughs> Shit. I don't know what happened.
2: Can you guys hear us? Oh, we can't hear either of you. I guess I don't have to say that weirdly because if you can hear us. I don't know
3: what happened. We can't hear your Shit. music
2: either. I think it's your computer. I know. I don't know
3: what happened though. Let's see. <laughs> Busy. <laughs>
2: there you go.
3: <laughs> God damn it.
2: Wow, technology's great. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Busy. Uh,
3: I'll put There we go. we well, are back. back. Do you guys have an audience? Can
0: the audience hear this? We're
3: back. We're back. We're back. we're back. I'm that? sorry, Malcolm. Can you just summarize what it was that you were saying before we? I hate hear... fucking in movies. Let's just go. <laughs> great. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um. Okay. So if anybody has anything else to say or if nobody has Oh, I do, because I'm a
2: fucking stupid talker. All right, talker. Alana,
3: what the hell? What do you got? I
2: like that the writer of the show, one of the writers of the show, specifically said that they wanted to make sure that they were showcasing Black Joy. you talking Joy. about the
3: better podcast again?
2: Yes, <laughs> just let me. All of Alana's
3: notes are based around cheating on No, they're on the based podcast around learning. And and listening to a different podcast where they talking about I just wanted to Love catch Preface.
2: us up, because she gave something info, but that they specifically wrote in that there would be black joy in every episode like scenes or moments celebrating black joy. oh that's great and that yeah. is my personal favorite personal favorite not saying it's the best version of fighting back and evening the playing fields and getting things to a good place is showing joy on the side of Love people that. who have just been oppressed for so long i think that is the best my favorite the best so i'm very happy about it yep
3: well that's a great and note they do it well too. like i want
2: to be at all those parties Ugh.
3: Well, that's a great note. Well, you better oh. goddamn social distance and wear a damn mask. <laughs> don't go to
2: the parties.
3: Um, well, thank you, Alana, for that wonderful note to end on. And before we go, I want to thank Malcolm Barrett, the great Malcolm Barrett, legendary Verbal the Rapper. The greatest. Uh, uh, the greatest rapper there ever was. Uh, the greatest. <laughs> Malcolm, what, why don't you plug some stuff? You got a show you Malcolm do on your Luther, Instagram. Sir King you got a great show on your Instagram. Oh, yeah.
0: I I do, uh, I do. have a show every Tuesday at 3 p.m. called Going Live with Malcolm with Malcolm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Going Live with Malcolm, and, and the, the host of it is me, so it's, <laughs> it's with Malcolm. It's the name of the show, and it's the host. And every I didn't week, think I have there was guest. any confusion. What
3: you say? I didn't think there was any confusion there.
0: No, I thought, well, you know what? Because I was plugging this on another show and they were like, they, they only said the first with Malcolm. And I was like, oh, it's with Malcolm. <laughs> he was like, I thought it was like a spelling mistake. <laughs> and I was like, no. It's,
1: uh, it's, you were it's, like, no, please read the copy as, as written.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I didn't spend two hours on that last night for you to not <laughs> adhere to it.
0: No, did not. Okay, I came up with this very purposefully stupid name. That's right. <laughs> Please say it correctly. Uh, so, yeah, that's every Tuesday at 3, and then I air like the last week or the week before episode um, on Monday on YouTube. Nice. Uh, so I think by the time you guys, we've had Rosa Salazar from Alita Battle Angel. We've Love had her. Ahmed Best. From uh, Star Wars, we've uh, we had Justin Simeon from Dear White People. Um, so we got a lot. We got a lot of cool guests. We're gonna have Sujata Day. We're gonna have uh, who just did um, Definition Please, which I associate produced.
2: Oh shit. Um, wow! She's from
0: Insecure, and then yeah, and then you'll also have Lamorne Morris from uh, Hulu's new show Woke. Wait, which girl um, on Insecure is she? Wh- huh?
2: What'd you say? Which person on Insecure is she? So girl. she plays
0: the friend. I don't think she's been on her last season, but she oh, good, was back there. she's been there since Awkward season. Black Girl. Um, she's, she's the friend uh, who's Indian, like a lawyer uh, type. Skinny, pretty girl. Oh,
2: okay. I'll have to what look did it you say? up. No, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, um, she like, works excited. at the
0: office. She like, worked at the office with them. Yeah, 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 So she's awesomely funny, and so she wrote, directed, and starred in this movie, and so she's going to have a lot coming up soon.
3: Damn. That's awesome. Okay. Hell Yeah. I love that you're yeah. still cooking and going strong and staying strong during this goddamn Armageddon. Got to
0: got to Got to
3: got to get Armageddon's up to get down. Coming.
0: you got to be ready for it. Yeah.
3: You got to be prepared. That's right. And we're, we've got Happen. plenty of-
0: And I'm- Oh. Uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm Verbal the Rap, Verbal Be Rappin', and then uh, I think I'm on Twitch as Verbal the Rapper, maybe?
3: Nice. Cool. I
0: don't Is know. that
3: your YouTube channel, Verbal Be Rappin'?
0: I think my YouTube is Malcolm Barrett. Okay, okay. I think it's my name, honestly. If you just look up Malcolm Barrett,
3: in the <laughs> you'll find it.
0: Search engine.
3: <laughs> you'll I'll find exist. it. Um, and Malcolm, of course, has been joining us from for a time on our Twitch streams, on Twitch TV slash The Valley Folk. We've been playing Fog Eyes. Hopefully, we get to do some more of that with you soon. Um, but yeah, uh, this has been great. Thank you guys for supporting the show and. For listening to us, if you guys want to check out the video version and see our beautiful handsome friend Malcolm Barrett. You yeah,
1: uh, can, didn't Steve didn't upload it. I didn't upload it. Not
3: yet. But now you're <laughs> seeing it. So I did it. <laughs> um, future me time did travel. it. But um yeah, go to YouTube.com slash the Valley Cast to check that of time out. Travel, that's Excuse not me, to I'm doing a plug. Go ahead. YouTube.com slash the Valley Cast <laughs> is where you can see the video version of the show. Okay, now go.
2: Uh, speaking of time travel, that's going to happen on the show. They reference it like Oh, yeah, times. they did
3: mention time travel. I'm yeah. ready. I'm here I for it. I can't wait. Give me all the sci-fi. Give it's me coming. all the horror. I want it all, baby. I'm ready for it. I'm hungry. All right. Well, guys, thank you for watching. <laughs> love you all. Malcolm, love you, my friend. Love thank you for being you. here. Love you. You're important to me. You're a good boy.
2: Thank you. I love you all.
3: I love you, Malcolm. Bye-bye. All right. Goodbye, everybody. I'm sleeping. bye